Hello, and welcome to part two of Wings, Beers, and Tears, where we turn our attention to the Burgundy and Gold, our Washington Redskins. Hey, to the Redskins. Super Bowl. Yeah, buddy. Well, as usual, they're, uh, they're good at winning the offseason. However, this year's been a little bit more muted than others, in my opinion. The, uh, yeah, the, the myriad of injuries they had last year, the very uh, eh, the lengthy disappointments, etc. And they were fairly quiet on the free agent front. Reuben Foster aside, of course. Um, so they turned their attention to the draft where they had amassed quite a few picks. And last week, uh, I think our consensus was get as many starters as you can, number one. Don't trade up in order to sacrifice possible starters in the second, third, or fourth round picks. And if possible, get a stud quarterback if you can. And I think we all agreed last week that Haskins was probably the best quarterback on the board. No, that's who he wanted as, as long as he didn't trade up. You know, that's right. I, I think arguably he's he's more NFL ready than than Kyler Murray. I, I really do. Um, uh, I, I've heard the comparisons with Russell Wilson to Murray, but I don't buy it yet. You know, he Wilson did a lot of uh, grinding to, to to get that that moniker. So you know, we'll see what happens. But uh, super super pleased. So we'll start with their skins' very first pick and Mister Haskins, the local boy, the Montgomery County boy from Bullis fell to us at 15, and we wisely wasted no time and took him. Jerry, were you, like, uh, cracking the champagne? I was pleased. Uh, Haskins has a plus arm, plus accuracy. Um, He can throw um, from a lot of different angles with a lot of different arm movements, like underhand. He's pretty crafty with the ball. Now, does that work in the NFL? It does. I think so, too. Um, And he's, you know, he's 6'3", so he can see over the line. Nice face, Jeremy. (laughs) Right. That's but, how Jeremy throws normally. That's why I made that face. And he's not I in the throw, NFL. <laughs> so. I throw the ball like five yards. Um, the, about the, seven. What he needs to – obviously, he's not mobile, but what he needs to work on, at least from what the people I trust uh, say on TV, um, that he has a long and drawn-out release. So if he can work, process, see the field, get the ball out quickly. Right. Uh, but he's got all the attributes, and he seems like a hard worker. I mean – He really does. He came off as kind of – a jerk, I thought in the draft. I mean, I know he was upset and he was trying to look cool, um, you know, trying to trying to be tough. But he came off as kind of kind of douchey. Uh, I mean, league done messed up didn't bring like you yeah know, polite thoughts. But you know who he reminds me of? Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers is big and slow and is not mobile, and he can throw. He has a good arm, but he Philip Rivers throws the, all these crafty. I never even thought of that <clears throat> analogy, but now talking about different arm angles rivers does do that doesn't yeah. he he like drops back in that weird five-step drop and jeremy and i saw it does, yeah. you know at nc state for years i mean we watched him come to college park multiple mm-hmm. times every time yeah and we beat a, him every he's time he's a gamer <laughs> right he's a gamer he he's got the he same really size is. he's got the same huh i think he's i think his comp is philip rivers well and i would love that to be his i comp. would be happy oh my too. god that'd be amazing so I was pleased with the pick. How about you, Jeremy? I absolutely was. I, I, I still think it was hilarious that his draft party was at Bullmore Gaithersburg. Are you kidding me? It's fantastic. What a joke. But, hey, they were all having a good time. Joke, as in joke, you mean like it's a good time? Oh, yeah. It's, Bullmore it's fucking great, rules, dude. Time. Um, I couldn't tell if he was drinking fruit punch or vodka cran, though. I'd like to kind of know. <laughs> it would have been punch. hilarious if, if they had shown him and he was like bowling, like on a third frame. <laughs> He's like, I can't take your call now. I'm in the middle of, in the middle of a game. <laughs> I'm sitting on two strikes, guys. Can you hang tight real quick? Thank you. No, but lo- love the pick. It'll be interesting to see when he um when he gets in the lineup. I uh, 
I, I've heard everywhere from week one to they're not even going to consider it until the season's pretty much over because Keenum should be able to do the job if healthy. Um, but we'll see. I'm sure Keenum can get us to 6-10, and 10, no problem. He will be <laughs> a starter sooner rather than later because they're going to start out of the gate 1-4, and 1-5. I mean, they, they – it First. does really set up perfectly for him to come in as like the local savior, right? Right. I mean, throw you could, Keenum to the Wolves early, you know. Yeah, let him let him face all the all the monsters, and then they'll play San Fran and some other people at home, and you can sort of get him in on the soft part of the schedule. It'd be um, great if he comes in and throws for like three fifty and four touches at home, and and you know. Well, he's he's got to avoid the crutches and walkers and canes from the other guys in that quarterback room because that's going to be difficult to navigate. But that is to say, if they haven't put one down already. <laughs> then there's a funeral and you know that's there's yeah. who knows uh no i i expect him to start um there's gonna be a clamor for him i expect him to start early plus i think he's just as good as these guys and he, case keenum doesn't know jay gruden's offense so um, does jay gruden know his own offense that that's a good point but only uh you know the the only advantage case keenum has is he's played longer and while that's significant this guy's uh, skill set is much greater than Case Keenum. The fans are going to be clamoring for him. Um, I think he's going to start sooner rather than later. I'd be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. If he so he definitely season. checked the boxes for us because he was, you know, arguably the best quarterback available. Didn't have to trade up to get him, and you know he's going to be an impactful player regardless of when he starts. He will be impactful this season. I agree. And, and, and we needed to do that with the number one pick that we had in the first round. So moving on to the skin second pick. Um, this one surprised me, and this was a, in my opinion, one of the better um, uh, reaches that the Skins have done in recent memory. We've seen them trade up to get players, and we just shake our head and go, "Are you serious?" But here's a player in Montez Sweat that fell based on whatever you hear, and we talked about it earlier. Could be, could be legitimate physical reasons. Could be his interview with the draft. Could be a combination of things. He doesn't have the best reputation. Bottom line is, stud edge rusher. You get you move up, you get him at twenty six, and you've now gotten a stud quarterback and a stud edge rusher. And I was shocked. I did not think any of that was going to go down. Six foot six, two sixty, runs a four four, twenty two sacks in two years at Mississippi State SEC ball. You know he's playing against pros every other week. Um, plays solid against the run, solid against the pass. Obviously, Preston Smith's gone, and I think he's an upgrade over him. Um, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Ryan Anderson is still there, uh, but the jury's out on him. I expect Sweat to come in and, and start immediately opposite Kerrigan. Um, I just, I was stunned. I actually um, did not see the pick because I stopped watching. I did the same thing. I, I never watched, actually, full disclosure. I stopped watching Twitter. I, I, I stopped. That's what I was watching was Finley. And yeah, I mean, I was, I was completely stunned he was available um, and that they made the move to get him. Um, but smart, uh, smart move because the two most important, uh, positions on the field are quarterback and edge rusher, sack the quarterback and have a quarterback and the skids addressed both great value, top 10 talent. Um, and you gave up a second and next year's second, which is a lot, but if he turns out to be the player we think he's going to be, it's worth it without question. I want to quibble with the terminology there, and you're not the only one that says it. To me, they didn't give up this year's pick at all. They moved up. So all they really gave up was next year's pick. And if they stink, which there's still a decent chance, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a, big, a big asset. But 
you know, to get a guy, what was he rated? You know, top five, top ten. You top know, ten. That's, top ten in most. Yeah, I saw him anywhere from you know. six to eight in, in, in most of the mock drafts for whatever that's and worth. I don't know blocking schemes or things like that, but, you know, with the four guys they're going to be putting out there, or I guess it's five, because they, they run a three, four, or four, three. They run a three, three four. four. Okay. Three so, four, but the one, but the one linebacker is basically always on the line. Yeah, but you, how can you double? You can't double anybody on that line. You know, if you do, one of their guys is going to kill you. So and that's something. Well, we let's hope seen so. I mean, ever think <laughs> about it, guys. It's, it's going to be Payne, Allen, Ioannidis, Kerrigan, Sweat for probably most of the uh, of the season, um, and Reuben Foster in the middle. The one person you have is Mason Foster. Uh, and hopefully you can get somebody to come in and take his spot on second and third down. So you have a formidable, very formidable front seven. I mean, if if they're getting run on this year, I was just I was just going to say it looks so good, but first week we're going to give up like yeah. one eighty on the then ground. Something's wrong with the, <laughs> then something's wrong with the coaching and the scheme because all these guys are studs. So they really are. Um, you know they should be. That's a top ten type front seven. Should be. Yeah. Absolutely should be. So moving on now, and this was the the meaty part of the draft for us Redskins fans. Just when we thought we had it all right with Haskins and Sweat, we just went down and, as Jerry aptly put it, <laughs> we took a uh, you know we took a special teams player with our third pick. So uh, Jerry, what do you think of uh, the the wide receiver out of Ohio State? I, I perhaps I overreacted <laughs> um, <laughs> with <laughs> with my Never negativity. Happened. No, I uh, I was. I, I like going the position of wide receiver, obviously, but I am big on Hakeem Butler, and he's a big six-five alpha male type wide receiver. Um, I thought he would have been perfect. I saw him play in college for a couple of years, and he killed the Mountaineers. Um, and I thought he would have been perfect. But the more I read on McLaren, he is a Pierre Garcon clone. Um, he's six-one, two oh eight, four-three speed, but he can block. Mm-hmm. And he is—he's a good like captain type player, just like Pierre Garcon. So I thought he was a, more of a speed wide receiver, sort of like a Deshaun Jackson. But you already have Doxon. You already have those small, those small type of guys. You needed a, a big one. And so the more I read up on him, twenty yards a catch, play—he does play special teams. I thought, so what? You know, you get those guys later in the draft, but. Although I'm not thrilled because I thought there were better picks at the position, I'm not going to kill it. He, right. He seems like a good guy and, and an alpha who's what, what they need, especially when you could talk about the rest of the picks. Um, you sort of supplemented that. So I, I think it fits a need. I, I don't, I'm not going to crush it. Well, there's a lot of little things you like when you hear about him. I mean, it's anecdotal, but what, you know, what happened? I, I don't know. It was Paris Campbell, the other, uh, other wide out. Correct. Yep. Went down on, on pro day. And McLaren just stepped right in, ran all the all the same routes that the that the number one guy was running, and that's one of the things that the the skin staff really noticed and liked. And I, it's almost like he's a combo, uh, you know, of a of a Jackson and a Garcon because love Garcon, but I don't think he was a four three guy. And this guy's legit four three, and that's 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 impressive to me. I mean, I I hadn't heard the guy's name before the draft, but um, I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. Yeah, the way I figure it is, unless you're like one of the top two wide receivers in the entire draft, it's pretty much a crapshoot at that point. You see so many guys that are impactful from rounds two to five, just depending on how they fit in with the scheme. The fact that he played with Haskins, I'm, I'm a sucker for game tape. When, when they put that little compilation together, I'm like, holy shit, this guy's good, you know? Yeah, but those are highlight reels. Of course they are. Of course you they are. You see all the drops. <laughs> I get suckered in every time. Um, 
And the fact that he killed Maryland the last couple of years means nothing because, you know, other than Savage, our secondary is a joke. So um, <clears throat> I, I, I'm with you. My, the, my first thought was, why that guy? And then I thought, and I'm like, you know what? Why, why not him? Because he's probably shake him up in a bag with all the other guys, and it's a matter of scheme, and it's a matter of how quickly you start and how impactful you can be that first year. So I was, you know, I was okay with it. And that, that was one of the reasons why I think they, they made that pick, traded their next, and, and picked up two picks later on. So I, I, like, I like all those moves around that. Okay, moving on. I did not like the trade down. Um, I mean, they got two players in the fourth, but if the goal was to get starters, they could have used that third-round pick uh, to pick a starter. And the guy I have in mind is a guy named Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who was a free safety for Florida. They need a free safety. Montez Nicholson got criminal issues. I don't know if he's even going to play this year. And so right now their starting safety is DeShazer Everett, who's a career backup. They could have plugged this guy in. He's a true free, so which would have allowed um, uh, Collins. Landon Collins to yeah. move around all he wants. And he he's going to start in the league, so that would have been who I would have gone with. They traded back, and they picked up Bryce Love and Wes Martin. And Bryce Love, <laughs> God bless him. I mean, he was obviously two years ago. He's fabulous. He's a four-four guy. He's got speed. He's a great third-down back. I think he's a great supplement. He's your eventual replacement for Chris Thompson. But he might not even play much this year. And if if Thompson's healthy and Geis is healthy and AP is healthy, he's not playing at all. Right. So it's almost like you're drafting someone for the future and. When you could get a starter, that was tough for me to swallow, even though, assuming he comes off his ACL, he's going to probably be a good player. You have so much depth at that position already. I just thought that was a, a weird pick. Yeah, I thought it was strange as well. Um, he, he's got the pedigree. He's got the name. He's got the his uh, resume two years ago. So impressive. Um, but, you know, it, it was such a Redskins thing to do, taking him. I just I shook my head and figured we would hash it out here, and you would know a hell of a lot more than I would. I hate Bruce Allen and Dan Snyder and never want to give them any credit whatsoever. Yeah, Columbus scored. What do you know? Um, but Share your I, thoughts, Jeremy. I love the love pick. It's, I don't you think would. I, I, I would. I don't think um, they have the depth at running back that they really need. I mean, Peterson, love the guy, but he's going to be year to year being as old as he is. Geis, we've never seen. Thompson, always hurt. You know, and again, both uh, Thompson and Peterson are you know UFAs after this season, and we really don't need any more Marshalls, Bibbs, whoever that you know Kelly's running around. You know, I know he's not healthy yet, but I think that pick actually could be huge for this team. And I believe that between the, the guards they picked up in this draft slash center with Pearsonbacher and Flowers they brought in, they've got their starting linemen. So I think they they basically filled the positions they needed to fill. Aside from Jerry's point about the safety, that that is still missing. But I think the trading back and getting those two picks kind of made up for it. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we will pick this up in part three, where we will uh, parse the rest of the skins draft, and then we will give our uh, best and worst picks overall of the NFL draft in all of its hilarity, um, and give our little recap on uh, the draft being in Nashville. We will Sounds see good. you. We will see you in part three. All right. See you.